Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, March 22nd edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin on Monday afternoons and joined by Mr. Big Marcel Dorf over there in Holland. How's it going, Marcel? It's going well, man. I'm happy you say good afternoon now. I got it right. I know. I, I was like, please don't say good morning again, because I think I've said it the last like two or three shows, but uh, I got it right. I know what day it is again, guys. It's just this whole like new job thing is kind of it's just turned my schedule upside down, right? Like instead of working like at night all the time, now I'm working during the day, which is great. But anyways, I mean, we got a lot to get to, Marcel. It was a crazy card in the weekend, UFC Vegas 22. We got UFC 260 this week. We'll talk about that card tomorrow, me and you breaking it down 4 p.m. Eastern here on MMAoddsbreaker.com. But a lot to talk about today. Like I said, UFC Vegas 22 recap. There was a lot of news too, Marcel. There's a lot of fights announced over the weekend. We'll talk about some of those fights. We'll go to your page after and go through them. But uh I, I think we should just start with the card on, on Saturday. Um, start with the main event here between Derek Brunson and Kevin Holland. And this is a question. This is available as a podcast. Yes. it's All the links are on the MMAoddsbreaker.com uh, website and, and in the YouTube video below the, uh, the actual video, just below it in the description. I have all the links for iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, a few other places. But yeah, to answer your question, it is available as a podcast. We'd love for you to subscribe. So thank you. Um, let's talk about Brunson and Holland, uh, Marcel. So I have two thoughts on this. I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the fight. So my first thought is great performance by Derek Brunson, right? Because he did exactly what he needed to do. He all wrestled him for five rounds. And the guy was talking to him the whole time. He didn't let that, like, distract him. He just kept fighting. He kept working his game plan. So I give all the credit in the world to Derek Brunson. I'm not taking anything away from Derek Brunson because I think he looked fantastic. He did what he needed to do to get the win. I think a finish would have been better for him. That's probably why he didn't get a performance bonus, because if you got a finish, he probably would have. Otherwise, he didn't. Although, actually, he didn't get one for Shavazian either. I think the UFC just – they want him to be the gatekeeper now. And he got rid of – he got Dana White's boy out of there, right? Because Holland, you know, that's the other part of this fight, Marcel. I'm not taking anything away from Brunson, guys, but they were – I mean, are you kidding me? Kevin Holland did not fight the way that he normally fights. I know he talks during fights. I've watched every single one of his fights. I know he's easy to take down. I've watched every single one of his fights. But he always fights back. He didn't fight back in this fight. He closed his guard and lied in his back for five rounds. Well, four rounds. The last round, he took him down. He needed a knockout win for a takedown. It was a bizarre performance. It's bizarre, man. It was weird. Dana White said he had a mental breakdown. I don't know what happened to him, Marcel. He was so unfocused, talking to Khabib, talking to Dana when he was down four rounds. He's never fought like that. Don't say that he's fought like that before. He never has. Yes, he talks during his fights, but he's always trying to win these fights. Even the fight with Tiago Santos where... He was taking him down, holding him on the ground. He was talking shit to him. He was at least trying to come back and win that fight. Marcel, he just looked like he didn't care at all in this fight whatsoever, and he lost. But again, I'm not taking away from Brunson. He did his game plan. He, he fought smart. He fought well. But you can't tell me that was the best we've seen at Kevin Holland. That's the worst performance by far of him. And people hated this fight. Dana White hated this fight. I didn't enjoy this fight from his perspective. Again, Brunson did a great job, guys, but that's just bizarre. Um, give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel, for both, both sides of it. I mean, I'm probably a dipshit because I enjoyed the fight because I had the right pick here. I had the right read on it. So, yeah. uh, nah, I mean, um, it pretty much went how I expected it, man. Brunson taking it to the ground and keeping it on the ground because, you know, but Kevin Holland, yeah, we are performers indeed, of course. Uh, I, I don't know what was happening there. Uh, I know he talks some, talks some smack and he likes that, but it was a little bit over the top, in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely, if you don't perform, you know, you, I mean, do whatever you want, you know, but it's kind of weird to me if you are not performing, but you're talking mad shit and all that kind of stuff. I know Brunson was annoyed by it. For example, um, 
I was in a Dutch podcast earlier today, and um, the guy from the podcast he talked to Henry Hoft from uh, who was in Derek Brunson's corner, and uh, Henry Hoft kept say, saying apparently to him like, "Keep your focus, man. Don't go in, in the talk. Uh, don't 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 uh, uh, don't reply. Keep your focus. Do what you have to do. Win the fight. You need to win a fight. You don't need to do." Uh, uh, shy, why do you say that? Uh, shiny stuff and all that kind of stuff. You have to win this fight, go to your basics, win the fight. And actually, his corner, two of his corner guys, they were like, kick his ass, knock him out, and all the time. And Henry Hoof was like, I had more, t- uh, I spent more time to keep those two, uh, next to me, uh, like uh, quiet than that I had to go to coach Derek Brunson, you know. Brunson, the, the, the perfect man, and I tweeted out as well, like. Brunson only lost to elite competition in the UFC, you know. So he, he's a tough task for almost anybody in the division. His, his wrestling is very good. The striking is okay, but it's not as good as his wrestling. And as long as he goes back to his basics and against a guy like Kevin Holland, who doesn't have the uh, same uh, the same level of wrestling than than Derek Brunson has, he can win these fights, man. And he did. So could you say? Yeah, he did exactly what he needed to do. And I, I agree with you completely. I mean, his corner did a great job. His coaching staff did a great job. They knew exactly what they needed to do, and they did for 25 minutes. That's what impressed me. I'm surprised they went full, the full five rounds. I'm not surprised Brunson won. I'm just surprised they went the full five rounds because they've never, neither guys ever been five rounds before. And I didn't think they'd have the cardio to get there, quite frankly. They both proved me wrong. They both had the cardio. I just think, you know, if Kevin, you're Kevin Holland, like, how could you not be disappointing yourself? Because when you when you leave the cage, like, you know what's funny? I was I was sitting in my chair last night. Just I was doing some work and uh, YouTube. I have playing right. It just plays videos. John Jones and Gustafson fight came up from UFC 165. I was at that fight. It's one of the greatest fights of all time. At the end of the five rounds, both guys were absolutely bloodied, battered, cut, beaten, and they both had their hands raised. You can't say Kevin Holland did that in this fight. He had the biggest opportunity in his career and completely blew it. For Brunson, again, he looked great. He deserves that Paulo Costa fight now. Give it to him. He deserves it. He won four straight fights. He beat Edmund. He beat Holland. He beat Heinish. He beat Theodoro. Give him what he wants. I think he deserves it, right? But if you're yeah. Kevin, Hall, if you're Kevin Holland, Marston, he's out there saying, "I want this. I want Bilal now at 170." I I didn't even bother writing the article because I don't think he deserves to be even like talked about right now after that performance. You don't. If you have a fight like that, you don't get to call someone up, Marcel. What do you think? The funny thing is, I said before that uh, Kevin Holland dodged the bullet with Mahmoud Muradov, and I yes. st- still stand by, by that, you know? I think Kevin Holland is a fun fighter, but, I mean, not complete. Uh, yeah. I, I said I said before, as far as against Dikirico and Mershart, he could have easily lost those two, and then he would have been one and three in his first four in the UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think a lot of... Um, a lot of his wins last last year kind of camouflage how how good he really is, you know. And I don't want to take anything away from him, but those were against uh, Charlie Antiveros, you mean in his debut, uh, Joaquin Buckley in his debut. I know Buckley got some got some hype after the Empire win, but he lost recently to the Kiriko as well. So I mean. Anthony Hernandez was a good a good win for him. I think that was the first win of the year in 2020 for him, and I forgot who else he fought. But, um, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I agree with you. He shouldn't be able to call uh, actually another ranked guy out at all. You know, if you go to welterweight, I don't know. I, I, why Bilal? Bilal can do the same thing to him that Brunson did to him. So, yeah. <laughs> think, and here's so, the yeah. thing. like That's what I'm saying. Like Everyone's like, oh, he should drop to 170. This is going to solve his problems. He can't stop the takedown, guys. 
Who are the best fighters at 170, Marcel? They're all wrestlers. Colby Covington, these guys were taken down at will. Even Woodley might take him down easily. So mm. don't get me wrong. I really like Brunt or uh, Holland. I really still like the guy. But, you know, it's clear that he's not an elite guy after this. You know? the, real, the real problem is with people who really buy into popularity of a fighter, you know? Yeah. And then they are like, yeah. I, I heard immediately when the fight was booked, people were like, yeah, he's going to beat Bumson and that kind of stuff. I was like, what the hell, man? He's, I don't even see him as a better fighter than Brunson. So mm -hmm. he, he, maybe he will be in the future. I don't know. He's still young, you know. But I mean, I, I didn't saw that. So and I'm I'm often wrong, you know. But uh, I didn't see that as a as a walkover for Holland at all. And many people made it look like Holland is gonna gonna bring back a, a hat or something after the fight or whatever they said. I was like, no, nah, it's not, probably not going to happen. And it didn't happen. So yeah. I think credit to Brunson. And uh, Holland has to come back. And he has to look good in his next fight, man. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was kind of a toss-up fight to pick, honestly. I just went with Holland because he was a younger guy. I thought he had the better strike. I still think he does have the better striking. But I knew the takedowns, would be, I knew the takedowns would be a problem. I even wrote in my breakdown. I was like, he's probably going to lose the first few rounds. I just thought he would come back late. And you know what? You saw him between the fourth and fifth round. He's standing up. He had, he had so much energy left. He did have the better cardio, but it didn't matter because he didn't do anything with it, Marcel. Didn't go Adam, for a finish. Go ahead. Adam, he, he celebrated a takedown in the fifth round when he was down for nothing. It was bizarre. Here's here's a comment from Kevin. Embarrassing from Holland. I agree. Especially for such a late start. Mate. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're picking the guy too to win. It's like, oh, man, this is hard to watch. You know? I knew it was a close fight, guys. No big deal. It's not like I had any action on Hall, and they stayed away from this one. But uh, from a pick perspective, good job, Marcel. Nailing that dog. Marcel, yet another underdog wins in the UFC main event this year. So many of them. Jan Blahovitz, yeah. Dustin Poirier. Now you got Ke or, um, Derek Brunson pulling it off. So that's another uh, upset for Derek Brunson. Man. He's so underrated. Let's talk about some other fights on Marcel. Co-main event here. Max yeah. Griffin. Uh, I'm going to get this last comment from Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Holland needs a better corner. Yeah, I don't know. Is it it's Travis Luter, I believe, and someone else. I don't know who was yeah. in there. You know what? They were saying, yo, dude, focus, man. You're down the fight. They were telling him. He wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. It was weird, man. He like I don't know what's going on. He needs a sports psychologist, dude. He really does. He's it the guy like, that he's a sports psychologist. Go ahead. He was like, Yeah, I found it on your face. Yeah. He's just like, the yeah. I, I love the guy because <laughs> that's part of why we love him. We do love the personality. We like the fact he, uh, I don't mind yeah, if he talks during fights like Max Holloway does, Nick Diaz does too. Like lots of guys do. Nate Diaz does. Um, but generally they're talking when they're winning, usually not when yeah. they're winning their ass kicked. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, look at exactly. Max Holloway against Calvin Cater. I mean and you're yeah. allowed to talk. When you're beating a guy up like that, you're allowed to talk. You know, yeah. if you're getting dominated for five rounds, you're not allowed to talk, man. So <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm still a fan of the guy. I think he's still a good fighter. I just he's definitely yes. He's not a contender. Obviously, he's not a contender. He does have KO power, but he does not have any wrestling whatsoever. And again, you know, you thought he would have like worked on that the whole training camp, just like drilling the takedown defense, drilling, um, you know, sweeping him, getting back up, pushing, pushing off. Didn't do any of that stuff. Cool main event time. Max Griffin. Whew. I didn't expect that, Marcel. I'll be honest. I didn't expect the first round knocker. I thought maybe a decision. I thought it'd be a close fight. It wasn't. Um, pulls off the first round knockout, gets a bonus for Max Griffin. I think it's his first UFC bonus. Actually, he's won one fight of the night award too for the fight with uh, Elias Zaleski de Santos. That was uh, four years ago. So first bonus in four years. He should have got a bonus for the last fight where he ripped the guy's ear off. That should have been fifty thousand dollar worthy. Man, he looked great, Marcel. What's next for Mr. Max Griffin? I don't want to get cocky here, but I told you it was easy money for Max Griffin this fight. Man. You did call so, it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, what's next for Max Griffin? That's difficult, man, because Max Griffin has uh, this is the first time he got a streak in the UFC, a two fight win streak, because he's very inconsistent all the time, man, in, in his performances. Now he has two good wins uh, uh, after each other. Um, man, I, I would like him against Takashi Sato, for example. I think that's a fun fight. But I think Max Griffin might aim a little bit higher yeah. after this win. So um, he wanted Jeff Neal. Hey, man, if Jeff Neal is down, I'm down too. Yeah, he called out Jeff Neal, and Valerie loves the call. I like it too. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, Jeff Neal is coming off a loss to Wonderboy, but we all know he is one of the best guys in that division. They're both strikers generally, so, I mean, that would be a fun fight. They want to have it in Texas. I know Jeff's from Texas. I don't know. If Max is from California, I believe, so yeah, be, he'd be going to enemy territory there, but I think it'd be a great fight. Right now, Jeff Neal is ranked number 11 in the world, so I'm not sure if he'll take the fight, to be honest with you. You might I'm want to take a ranked guy. Go ahead. I mean, he lost his last fight. Uh, True. Max Griffin won two. Yep. I mean, Jeff Neal can try to defend his spot in the rankings, and Max Griffin get, can have a chance to get a spot in the rankings. So yep. I'd be cool with it, you know? You know, honestly, I'm looking at the rankings, and I think a fight with Lee Jingliang would be good. I think the Bilal yeah. fight would be good. I think, honestly, this is a good fight, too. Sean Brady, that'd be a great fight, man. It'd be a great fight. You get to see the wrestling tested a little bit, too, from both guys. So... Mm -hmm. uh, any of those fights make sense. He, I think, deserves a rank guy. So I like the the Jeff Neal call out. No one else has called out Jeff Neal. So I mean, why not? He's the number eleven rank guy. No one's called him out. Take your shot. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about this with you, Marcel? Let's do it. Cheyenne Bays versus Montserrat Cornejo. I, I'm gonna let you talk for like whatever, however long you want to talk. Let me just briefly talk about my, uh, the fight. So, I mean, listen, I know that Baez's wife, uh, husband lost earlier in the night. That's not easy, okay? So we'll talk about that later, JP Baez, but uh, Baez, I should say. Um, but Shane Baez is not a UFC fighter. Um, she shouldn't be in the UFC. I don't think she's not ready for it. You can't just invite every fighter into the UFC. I agree she looked good in the Contender Series. She earned her deal. But I'm, Marcel, if you can't defend a headlock from a playground for 15 minutes in a UFC fight, you have no business belonging in the UFC. Um, I know I'm being harsh, guys, but that would go for any – Anyone on the roster, male or female, it's not because she's a girl that I'm saying this whatsoever. Um, you, if you can't defend that move for fifteen for three rounds straight, it's not like it was just one round where she couldn't get up. It was all three rounds, Marcel. She couldn't get off that position. I don't think she should be in the UFC if you're if you can't defend that that move. You know that the UFC is the best fighters in the world. We can't have subpar fighters, and there are a lot of subpar fighters on the roster. This isn't the the minor leagues, guys. There's a reason she was in LFA and these other minor league promotions for the UFC. I don't think she's UFC caliber. I I'd like to hear your thoughts on, on Bayes in a second, but uh, Valerie's already asking with spit or no spit. I've watched the video about <laughs> I, I think I've watched it about hundred times, Valerie. Let me, let me get Marcel's thoughts on Bayes first and the headlock position. Okay, just give me your thoughts on that because come on, Marcel, it's, it's so it looks so uh, amateur. It was bad, man. But you're really harsh, in my opinion. I didn't reply. I don't to think you so, man. Twitter I don't because, think I am. I really don't think so, I, dude. Like I, I saw your what? tweet. I didn't yeah. reply on it because I didn't want to get an argument over Twitter because we're going to do the show here. So, I mean, was it bad? Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I've seen better performances of her, you know, and it can be just a, a, a bad performance. And that's why I hope she gets a second. She will get a second fight, no doubt. And, and let her see the second fight and, and, and let's talk after that. You know, if, if, if it happens again. I'll probably wedge you there, but I'm not like give her a second fight, man. We we saw way worse fighters in the UFC. Yeah, you know, Marcel, I, I agree. You know what? We'll give her a second chance. That goes for anyone in the UFC. I don't I don't really believe in the one and done fighter necessarily, but it's happened. It's happened. Yeah, it I guess give her another chance. Like you said, like, like I said, her husband got knocked out. Maybe she wasn't there mentally, so I get that. But mm -hmm. 
still, she can't defend a headlock. Like, I'm going to give you – you guys think I'm harsh? Let me, I'm going to pull an example up because, you know, if you don't take it here from me, that's totally fine. I understand that because I'm just a journalist. But if you want to hear from a fighter, you want to hear from a fighter, guys, I'll, I'll show you. I want to show you guys. And then, you know, it's it's fine if people don't agree with me on this one. Marcel, including you and other people that didn't agree because they thought it was being harsh. <laughs> Tatiana Suarez is yeah, one of the best fighters in the world. Learn how to defend the head and arm first. So if you don't want to listen to me, it's fine. But listen to Tatiana because, you know, what, okay, what's the point of being in the UFC? Don't you want to be the best fighter in the world? If you can't defend that move, you're not going to be, right? So I agree. Give her another chance. I'm not saying one and dumb or so, but, you know, to me, and, and the whole thing with the spit, let's talk about it now. Let's do it. I I didn't see any spit, bro. I didn't, I, I got to be honest. I've watched the, the first angle that you posted or someone else put, you retweeted it. That did look like she was spitting. The second angle, man, doesn't, I don't see any spit, you know? So I she said she spit on her. Corneo said she didn't. It's a he said, she said, she said situation. The referee, I don't think, has said anything. He was right there. I can't see any spit, man. It sure seemed like a sore loser kind of situation. Now, I, I could be wrong because maybe she did spit, but I don't see any Marcel. All I heard was someone getting her ass kicked for 50 minutes and then complained afterwards when she lost. Did you see spit? I didn't see any, man. Uh, what do you guys call that? Saliva or something? Uh, what, what? Say it again. <laughs> Saliva, saliva, saliva yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I did, in the replay, I didn't see any saliva, <laughs> but you saw, you saw the, 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 this one for, for example, you know. And maybe she was just trying I mean, to fool her out or something, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea, man. To me, it looked like spit the first time. Then I see another angle, and it doesn't look like it. So I don't know. Uh, Montserrat said she didn't. Uh, Cheyenne said she did. So we got to the yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. You know, I don't know. I mean, just look, didn't look good at all, in my opinion. Um, I think they should re, re, uh, review it, you know, and if mm. she didn't do it, didn't do it, let it go. If she did it, fine her for it, you know, I don't know. And maybe find both, you know, for what happened after the fight. Yeah, I'm going to show you the video right now. I'm going to show everyone the video. You guys can see it? Okay, good. Let's watch it. Like, she does something there. She said she called her a puta, which I believe is a whore. <laughs> in uh, yeah. spanish i don't see any spit man we'll try it again start it again like i don't see anything bro i really don't see any spit there it looked like she might have tried to like did she faked her out or something i don't know mm -hmm. i'm not sure what to say but and then she says i'll follow you home bitch and then they were that's so unprofessional that's terrible it's so i mean <laughs> listen guys and don't get me wrong connor's did that lots of guys that are professionals have been unprofessional that's it's really amateur seeing that. I gotta be honest. That's like regional level stuff, man. Come on, you know, for both it, girls, for both girls. Don't get me wrong. For uh, both bo girls. Yeah, both, man. I mean, also so I mean, lame. The, the, the very overreacting happiness from Montserrat after when she go out of the cage is just to annoy Cheyenne even more. Yeah, I know? mean, some people yeah. like that stuff, but I prefer when fighters are like respectful and stuff, man. And yeah, I get it. they're fighters. And they they're gonna hate each other. I understand that, guys. So whatever, but. I'll follow you home, bitch. I mean, that's so bad. It was said on live TV. It's really bad, guys. I, I'm sorry. It's funny. It's it's hilarious. It's a great line, but it's not good either, man. So, buys was terrible. Both of them were. Can we? Can they chalk up the UFC jitters? I think. I think so. I think that's part of it. UFC well, debutants usually lose their fights. Uh, generally, I believe it's like 50 50. Why does the UFC put it on the main card? They because it had like ten fights left on. Was it supposed to be a main card the whole time, or was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, they thought you would, listen. They thought they were going to build a prospect out of it. I mean, they they kind of have. Canelo was kind of 
she's definitely gained. Like I've seen people talking about her now. She's got that whole the Playboy Bunny gimmick. We saw the way in shaking her ass there more so with the rabbit yeah. thing. So I think yeah, she's got that? some. <laughs> I think she's got some potential as like some something, but I don't know. This thing, this is this fight was a mess, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when Tatiana's fight, I do. I she's great. She was. I gotta be honest. First time I saw her on Ultimate Fighter, I said that's a future champion, Tatiana. But she doesn't fight much, so it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, but anything else you want to talk about this? I mean, like, I know you you were pretty harsh. You're, you're, I was harsh towards Bayes. You were harsh towards uh, Conejo on your Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Do you regret? Do you regret tweeting it? Because I saw a lot of comments, Marcel, saying, "Marcel, you're speaking too soon. You shouldn't have said anything." Do you regret that at all? Or I didn't even read. I didn't even read the comments on there. Man, <laughs> I, I was like, some people gonna agree, some people gonna disagree. I'm not gonna bother with it, you know. You know what? So, Great uh, point. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true, guys. I mean, listen, everyone's gonna disagree. And the bias, the, the comment I made about her fight, saying like, listen, if you can't defend that, you really shouldn't be in the UFC. A lot of people didn't agree with that, including you, Marcel. So, I get it. I get it. Listen, the, the, our job is to be. Sorry, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. now you go ahead. I go after you. Our, our job is not to hold people's hands here. We're 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 trying to be critical. We're trying to you know just see tell tell you guys what we saw. That's what I saw in the fight. A lot of journalists just want to say positive things all the time. I'm not a negative guy by any means, but if I see something that I didn't didn't like or if I observe something, I like to talk about it. You know, so it is what it is. I stand by my comments. Marcelo stands by his, and that's totally fine. Let's see. I I, tr- I just try to be like. If I see something, I say it. If I don't see something, the thing is, I don't like to get into Twitter beef or to reply oh, to no, somebody same, when same. I don't agree. But last time, somebody, I'm not going to say his name, he was like, uh, who's next for Usman or something? And then uh, saying like uh, Covington uh, wasn't, uh, the, the fight against Covington, the first one, was like total dom- domination. And uh, Covington had, uh, had nothing for Usman in the fight. He got dominated. I was like, dude. That we watch a different fight or something. I think it was even at going into the fifth. And Usman did perfect in the fifth, won the fight, uh, deservingly got the belt or defended the belt. So I was like, what are we even talking about? And he's like, yeah, but he got his jaw broken. And it's like, I don't have the time for this, man. Yeah. Uh, listen, you can hate Colby, but be real. Yeah. Did you see, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, Usman was trolling his sister. I didn't know he had a sister, by the way. Usman was liking all his Colby Covington sister's photos on Instagram, which is so funny. This is too funny. I mean, I, I I agree with you, Kevin. Let's move on to the next fight, though. Um, uh, Adrian Yanez, I told you guys he was going to win. He did it. He's amazing. I love this kid, Marcel. He's the real deal. And Valerie said she should have traded for that move. And we all knew that was her move, too, Valerie, so she should have. But it was short notice, too. Um, but, yeah, as far as Yanez goes, I mean, this guy's the real deal, Marcel. Um, he's not obviously a top 15 guy right now, guys, but he'll be soon. I, I believe that. Um, his takedown defense has improved to the point where he can keep most of his fights standing, Marcel, on the feet. Marcel, I'm not sure how many people can deal with his striking because he's powerful, he's precise, he's accurate. Great knock win over Gustavo Lopez. Here, give me your thoughts on this fight. Yeah, man, Yanez looked great again, man. I mean, what can we say about him? He looked great the moment he stepped into the octagon the first time in the contender series, you know? He looked great against uh, Victor Rodriguez, and now he looked great again against even a better opponent, Gustavo Lopez. So... Um, yeah, what would be next for him? I'd like him to see him fight the guy just outside the top 15 or just inside the top 15. Um, I mean, what about Davy Grant? Yeah, I mean, that's that's honestly what I was thinking too because he had that amazing win last week over uh, Jonathan Martinez. He's a super tough guy. He is hard to finish. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a test, right? That's a gatekeeper right there. 
Um, and you know what? If Davey beats him, he probably deserves a top 15 guy. So I, I think that's a great fight. I would love to see that fight. Um, and Gustavo Lopez is a very, very tough guy. This was such a bad match for him. He could not get inside for the life of him, Marcel, to get anything going, a takedown or even a punch. It was just like he couldn't do anything right. He was losing. I think the corner probably told him, take some risks, go for a knockout. And he got knocked yeah, out himself. That's it. But I respect him. He, were, he went out on his shield. I respect that. He took a risk. And it didn't pay off, Marcel. He got KO'd. But it was better, I think, for him and like with his relationship with the UFC and the matchmakers. They did that than just circling backwards for 55 more minutes because he would have lost the decision, right? He had no chance to win. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to throw a hand and see what happens. He got KO'd. But I will respect the guy for at least trying. And I'll, I'll respect this next guy, too. I mean, he came in on three days notice, guys, and got KO'd in 49 seconds. But Harry Hunsucker, you know, he tried his best, man. It was a terrible fight for him. So, I mean, we knew Ty was going to win the first round. This was the easiest pick of the year, probably. Such an easy pick. Um, we did the tape starting last week with Hunsucker with AJ when he was on the show last Thursday. I told you guys I like Ty here and the under, and they both hit really quick. Ty is a beast um, against these kind of guys, and he beats he beats the low-level guys easily, Marcel. Ty is not a top-10 guy, but he is a borderline top-15 guy, and Hunsucker had no chance for him. What were your thoughts on this one? Harry Hunsucker. It's a beautiful name. Um, yeah, what I thought about it. Yeah, what we expected, honestly, you know. Uh, Ty lands one time, uh, he crumbles, it fights over. That's what we expected, to be honest. And it happened. Um, yeah, props to her, Harry Hansaka for stepping on a short notice. Uh, he'll probably get a second fight. I'm like, man, uh, I have no idea who they can match him up with. Maybe he gets Georges Dano after he loses to uh, Jorgen de Castro. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, who's the worst? <laughs> like, like, not trying to be mean, but like, who's the worst heavyweight in the roster? Is it, it probably is Hansaka in um, you could do the rematch with Vendero, I guess. They had a fight in Contender Series. Vendero booked? Oh, he's, he's booked. Yeah, he's fighting Justin Toffa. Okay, I'm looking right yeah. now. I would. Uh, there's not many guys, man. Like, all the guys that are not great, like Rocky, Rocky Martinez, Alan Bodo, they're all booked and stuff. Um, mm. Just trying to see. This guy, Rafael Pessoa, is not booked. He's coming off yeah. a loss to Tanner Boser. He's, like, one of the only guys that's not booked right now, so I guess him. Or Jarjus, who's fighting Jorgen de Castro, the loser of that. I'm not sure. Anyways, the point is he's going to fight someone at the, at the bottom of the roster. Free money. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that was. I really should have just laid the juice on Ty. I, I, I should have. Yeah. yeah. You, you, uh, made, you made yeah. a mistake. You said uh, the loser of that. You mean Jarjus Dano after he loses it to Jorgen de Castro. He should have that fight, yeah. <laughs> Marcel's another Jarjus fan. I can't wait to break down that fight with you in a few weeks, Marcel. <laughs> what, what, is, what is that fight? Uh, Jarjus, Danho. Oh, that's in two weeks. UFC and ABC yeah. too. There we go. We'll talk All about right. that. The Man Mountain. Okay. Um, let's talk about this next fight. Macy Chase on Mary Reno. You guys know I was high on Macy. She got the win here. It was definitely a, a competitive fight, but she won for sure. Yeah. I'm sorry, but there's no way. Any, like Some people thought Reno won this fight. How? It's clearly 29-28. It was a, it was a, clo it was a competitive fight, but a clo clear win for Macy. She won, uh, was it the second or third? I can't remember where Ronda was, but. She won the last. She definitely won the second and third. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. And the first round was Renault, so it was it was pretty easy um, to score, I think. But you know, Renault, listen, man, uh, is the oldest fighter in the roster. She's lost four straight fights, Marcel, but she's not getting blown out. She's going to decision with these girls, and uh, despite the four fight losing streak, despite being the oldest fighter in the UFC, I would give. I'd rather see. To be honest, she deserves another fight in the UFC more than Cheyenne Days does. I'd rather see her on the roster for another fight. She'll probably get cut though. I'm assuming she's going to be released. She's 43 years old, guys. She's lost four straight fights. Um, I would give her one more fight, though, because I do think she could be competitive. She's a great gatekeeper, too, man. So 
you know, she's fighting these really tough girls right now, but I think Renault could beat a few people in the UFC. But Macy is someone I'm still high on, Marcel. I know she had that one loss to Lena Landsberg, but I, I still like her, man. I thought she looked pretty good in this fight. She showed some more aggression, which was nice. And once she broke her nose, I think it was the second round, she landed a punch and broke Renault's yeah. nose. That was the that changed the fight because before that, to be honest, Renault was doing pretty well. But after that, the nose break, it the fight went uh, the other way. What were your thoughts on Macy's performance? Yeah, apparently I ch- just saw winning every round. I have a 30-27. And That's I'm okay, Macy's. too. I mean, I thought Renault so, yeah. did the first, though, you know? Yeah, the most people had Renault the first. I think it was close, and I gave it to Chesson. She definitely had the second and the third round. So, yeah, it, it was pretty much... I know she was uh, lower ranked, but I pretty much expected the win for Chesson here. Uh, you too. So, um, I mean... Let's see. Listen, Chassel only blemish on her record is against Lena Landsberg, and I'm still surprised that she lost to Lena Landsberg. So, uh, but but she looked a bit better lately, I think. So, um, I don't know, man. Who would you match her up against? Macy. Yeah, it's got to be someone in the top ten, obviously. Yeah, Renault, who's number nine, I believe. Um, Rankings right now. Looking at it, who'd you say? Raquel Paddington. Yeah, but she's not in the rankings. She's been removed. I'm just looking at her ah, right true, now. True, true. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm looking. Macy's 11. She's going to take over Renault at 9. I think she should probably even jump over Sarah McMahon. You, I guess, I don't know why McMahon's number 8. I mean, who's she beaten? Sarah McMahon is one of the most overrated fighters in the UFC. I'm sorry that she is. Like, what was her last win? Sarah McMahon. What was her last win? Tell me. Do you know what it was? I can't was think. It was, was it Davis? Was it Landsberg? <laughs> Let me double check. Oh, it was maybe Landsberg, yeah. Yeah, it's Landsberg last year. So she'd be here last year, but she's lost three or four. I don't really know why she's ranked so highly. Um, I, like her best, I guess she, yeah, she beat Davis five years ago. Um, <laughs> five years ago already. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, guys, but I, I, Tim McMahon had a great run 10 years ago. Like she's 40 years old now, too. So she's getting up there in age. Um, I remember when she fought Rhonda. Like everyone was saying she's going to be a champion one day. She's actually really struggled in the UFC. I'm looking at McMahon's record one, two, three, or five, six. Six and six, Marcel, an even record. So not not that great. Um. Anyways, you could match her up with her. I think she deserves some of the top ten. Alex is here. What's going on, Alex? He says Macy Aldana. Hi, Marcel. Um, how's it going, man? Hi. Um, I would watch that fight. Sure. I mean, stylistically, that's a that's a more fun fight, right? And but Aldana is ranked number four. Will she want to fight someone ranked number nine? I don't know. But if the UFC tells her she has to, then she'll do it. So I would watch the fight. That's a great fight. She's saying Pena. Pena really wants that title shot. I think they're going to give it to her. I don't, I'm not saying she deserves it, by the way, because she just uh, lost well, to Durand well, last year. I, I like Pena, but what the hell is she on, man? She's like, I only lost two times in the UFC, and Nunez only lost one time. It's only right to give me that fight. I was like, you must do it. It's the worst reason I've ever heard. Yeah. What is she on? She just, listen, she's she's at least out there saying I want the fight because no one else is saying I want to fight Manny Nunes. So at least yeah, because they already they already lost it. Uh, Most of them, yeah. Million times. They, yeah. They, they know they're not gonna get it. So yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Again, they just need to book um, Holm and uh, Jermaine again, and the winner gets yeah. another. And then the, the last chance for the winner of that fight. I'll say that. Yeah. Jose says UFC cancels uh, fights due to COVID protocols. We're playing full card crowds. How's that possible? I agree completely. It's crazy, man. He's saying bring or I'm sorry, sorry, uh, sir. Uh, or uh, Valerie says uh, Gillespie Riddell scheduled. Yeah, so that happened on the weekend. That sucked. That sucked. I was uh, so my Saturday because I'm uh, you know I got the kid coming right. Most of my Saturdays or so are usually consisting of uh, me and the fiance going out for uh, shopping for baby stuff and groceries and stuff. So I was at the uh, the baby store looking at like you know diapers and stuff like that, and I got the text from Cole, and he's like, "Dude, they just canceled Gillespie fight." I'm like, "No, damn it!" 
I was like, damn it, because I really wanted to watch him fight, man. I love the guy, right? That was a good fight. That fight's been canceled. So let's let's go through it. That fight's been canceled. Brad Riddell and Gregor Gillespie, hopefully rescheduled. Um, Volkanovski, Brian Taker is off this card next week, guys. It sucks. And Shane Young's fight is off. I confirmed that with another source, by the way. Go ahead. Apparently, Shane Young tested negative his latest test. So that's good to hear. I I heard he was. I, I someone told me on Saturday night when Volkanovski broke, he said, "Yo, I just heard they're they're pulling Shane too." But you know, don't use my name. So I, I know who the guy was. But the next day, another um, your boy, um, what's his name, uh, Carlos or whatever, he he broke the news. Carlos, right? Carlos Contreras. Yeah, 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 he broke the news. So we used his story, and then I used my source as a backup. Yeah. But are you saying that it could be? It's now? not one hundred percent sure yet, but it's it's possible that he will still fight. It's what about the Jamie Malarkey fight? That's the fight I'm worried about too. You think that's? Uh, also, be- no idea, no idea about that. Because there's yeah, pictures of them like training together, Volkanovski yeah. guys last week, right? So it's kind of scary. Um, I've been doing my this is maybe, Yeah, I haven't did that. Maybe, yeah. yeah, this is maybe also a, another reason for the UFC to not book too many guys from the same camp That's on, a good on the card. No, I don't say it's their fault. Absolutely not. But this may be a good reason to see that as well. Just like if you have like five guys from the same camp on one card and one guy's uh, one guy has COVID or test positive. You can be fucked, man, if you have four more guys test positive as well. You have five, five fights falling apart. You know? <laughs> this picture is hilarious. He says, Glenn uh, <laughs> says, uh, sad to see so many great fights getting pulled. Yep. Fighters camps catching COVID during fight in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, that's where they're catching it, I think. I mean, it's scary. My boy Drake Riggs at BJ Penn just caught it. He was in Vegas a few weeks ago. Now he's tested positive. I don't know if he yeah, got he it here, but yeah, Drake tested positive for COVID. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Hey, yeah, he, nice now, you, man. He, he announced it. He's, uh, he's one of our guys, at, one of our reporters at BJ Penn. He was actually supposed to be in the South, uh, UFC 260 for South China Morning Post. He's he's like, dude, I tested po-. He wrote it on Twitter. So he was in Vegas for the last card. Did he catch it in Vegas? I'm not sure. I don't really don't know. But I mean, it's it's scary. Like uh, yeah. I live in I live in Toronto and in, in Ontario. Um, you know, we we're t- we're getting about 1,700 people testing positive a day. I personally have never tested positive. I don't really even know anyone close to me that's tested positive, but tons of people do. You know, luckily I'm able to work from home, Marcel. I can't imagine like if you had to work uh, like you do with, with the public as a mailman. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're definitely at risk, though, right? You would be more at risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys, you know, it's a great question. I think we have to get back to this. Might as well talk about the full crowd thing. I mean, it seems. Listen, I, don't get me wrong. I'm excited, guys. I, I the sport's better with fans. You can't say it's not. The sport is better with fans. It is. But this seems kind of crazy. They're going to go to Texas and Florida when. People are like fighters are catching it every week. It's not just people, the fans. What's to say some some fan you know says they're they're negative and they, they you know they get someone infected? Like who knows? Like, it's crazy to me. It's it's risky, guys. It is, but I'm excited too. It's still crazy. Um, get these comments. Valerie says bring back Sarah Kaufman. Chase. I don't know if Sarah's in uh, PFL anymore or not, but she shouldn't have been cut from the UFC. She had like I think she lost to Valentina and they cut her. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, like, yeah, that's uh, brutal. The thing was, Valentina was short notice. Well. I know Valentina. no one knew who Valentina, she, she like no like, one really knew who yeah. she was, right? I yeah. was like surprised at that point. Now we know Valentina is amazing, though. So yeah. but um, this happened as well to Glaco Franca, you know, when he uh, got the short notice right? tried against against Gillespie. After Gillespie, that. yeah, it was Gillespie's debut back then. He's saying yeah. pain is the worst. Yeah. Um. Here's a great question for Alex Maverick Robertson. I mean, I like that fight a lot. Can't wait to talk about it with you tomorrow. It's a great fight. They said on the on the broadcast they were going to add another fight to the pay per view. Does that mean they're just bumping something up, or they're going to add a short notice fight? <laughs> yeah, they're probably adding a prelim. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, they might add like Anthony Burchak, who was supposed to fight last week. Maybe they'll get him someone to fight, something like that, yeah. to put on the I, bottom I, of the card. 
Yeah, maybe they they bump up William Knight against Alonzo Manafield. I've sure, no I mean, idea what probably finish in that fight, yeah. Or yeah. even like one of these other fights, like uh, Modeskis, Bukowskis, Michael. Actually, yeah, there's going to be a finish in that fight probably too. So maybe or, something or, like that. Or Khabib said today, now you're going to put Abu Bakar on the pay per view. Um, I don't think he deserves to be on the pay per view. <laughs> no, no, dude, of course not. I don't think Abu Bakar is that great, man. I'll be honest I mean, with you. Malaki is on the pay per view. He is 0 2 in the UFC. I agree, but that fight is a banger. I mean, we know that's that's be a true. Banger. Okay, that's true. Yeah, I'm with you though. I mean, honestly, guys, the card's kind of it's kind of shallow. You know, I I spent uh, a lot of time yesterday doing tape study for this card. The only fight I didn't do yet is combat worthy because I don't know if that fight's staying on the card. I did every other fight. This card, there's some good fights. I'll talk about them tomorrow mm-hmm. with uh, Marcel. But it's only ten fights. It's shallow. Another ten fight card. Um, it'd be nice to get some more fights. JCSO, any guys? Hey guys, any news on Dalcha? No, I haven't heard anything. Marcel, nothing. Huh? Babel mm. fans, favorite fighter. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Let's get ABC2. I can't wait to hear the breakdown. George's Daniel versus Jorgen DeCastro. Um, there's just a few more fights in this card we haven't talked about yet. We'll go through them really quick. Um, we got to talk about Grant Dawson's knockout. I mean, that was spectacular. One of the nastiest knockouts I've ever seen. Um, brutal. Just absolutely brutal. You know, here's the thing. Now we know that he was going to win the fight. We didn't know that at the time. No one knew. It could have easily been down 2 nothing because it was a super close fight. It was basically Santos defending the takedowns for the most part and Dawson, you know, pushing against the fence. Then he started having success in the third. And he was looking for that 10-8 round. And not only did the 10-8, Marcel, he finished him with the second left, handing Santos his first loss in over a decade, his first loss in the UFC. I picked Grant Dawson with some hesitation in this fight. I'm not going to anymore. This kid is the real deal. I knew he was good. I need to see him tested. That's why they booked this fight because they were like, you know what? Let's see what else you're made of, Grant. We know you can take people down or hold them down. What else do you have? And we saw it in this fight, Marcel. Amazing knockout. One of the best knockouts probably of all time. I think it was one of those brutal, nasty knockouts I've ever seen in MMA. What do you think? We called it both that he was going to win. So, yeah, I mean, we, we had to – we had to, I didn't think he would win. Like I'll be honest, man. Yeah, of course. No, I mean, <laughs> Manero. Manero. But yeah. um, he, did, well, he did very good. I, I had him up to two rounds. I had him two to zero two for Dawson. Yeah. Uh, I know what, some people had it differently. So, it one, was one okay. It was good. Yeah. yeah okay yeah i mean well it could be one one definitely um yeah he did great man i mean uh one second left he knocked him out and uh yeah chris toyoni was there again you know um i was like great knockout man i mean leonardo santos has lost in like forever so i uh, was undefeated still in the ufc so uh, this is perfect win, man. You see where uh, this is a perfect win where you could see if Leonardo Santos is going to enter that top fifteen, maybe, or Dawson is the real deal. And Dawson is the real deal. He proved it again. So yeah, I mean, I hope he gets uh, somebody around low tire top fifteen, or maybe just not in the top fifteen guy. Uh, he deserves it definitely. I mean, he called out Clay Guido, who's not ranked, but it's still like yeah, that's an interesting a, kind of. A, Kind of a weird call out, in my opinion. I think if he just wants to face someone, he's going to be forced to stand and trade with them. He wants to test that skill, I think, because we know he'd probably out wrestle Clay at this point, right? I would. Clay is also Clay's probably a big name. Yeah, he's a big name, definitely. But by by just uh, not not the real. Let's say, but but the casual fans, Clay is a huge name. Yeah. You know, if you ask Clay, did they know Clay Guida? So it's a good name if he wins on the record. But I'd rather see him against somebody who is uh, also still uh, going for that. Uh, how do you say that for for that for that top? I mean, call me crazy, man. But a guy like he's now at one fifty five, right, Grand Dawson? What about what about a Jim Miller or Bobby Green? You know, it's also sure. more in the Clay Guida 
ish, you know. But I, I would like to see him against Jim Miller, for example. Sure, it'd be a good fight. I mean, it, it's too bad Gregor didn't fight because Gregor's number 15. That would have been actually a great fight because you see two of the best grapplers go at it. So it'd be yeah. a good one. I thought Dawson was up two rounds comfortable. That's fair. I think a lot of people either had a tighter him winning, but the commentators mm. were convinced he was down. I think a lot of people did have O2 for, for Santos too. So depending on what judges were there, who would have known it? Like Dawson said in the interview, he's like, I had no idea I was winning and I had to knock him out and I knew I had to finish him and he did it. And I loved seeing that, man. That's a guy who wanted to win. That's not Kevin Holland. That was a guy who wanted to get in the cage and win that fight, Marcel. He did everything he needed to do to the last second to win that fight. The funny thing is, James Cross was like, you stop taking him to the ground. He's like, and he takes it to the ground. At the, I know. Uh, he did amazing. But James Cross did also an amazing job. Yeah, he did he, a good he job. Knows, he knows how to, uh, how to put, a, how do you say that, to put a fire under, under, his, under the ass of, this, of his fighters, man. Yeah, Daniel likes the clay we to call out. Valerie says, uh, Luke and Willie, we'll talk about tomorrow, Valerie. Join us at 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. We'll talk about that fight then. Uh, three more fights left on this card to kind of recap quickly. Um, Trevin Giles, Roman Delizzi. How'd you score this fight? Because it was a close fight. I did pick Trevin Giles <laughs> to win this fight, guys. But uh, I thought it could have went either way, honestly. I think Giles probably did better with the striking. That's why he won the fight. But it was close. What do you think? Giles had everything to, to, that he could do to lose this fight. Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I had a 29-28 for Delizzi. So, and I, I would be cool with 29-28 for Giles. No problem at all. Yeah. So, uh, but man, he, he could have... Yeah, maybe it's weird for me to say because I'm not an athlete, but in my opinion, he could have easily won that fight. And he made it so difficult for him that that I scored a 29-28 for Dolice because I thought Dolice was more active in the third round. I had a one-on-one -on -one going into the third. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was this close. Is, this is some food for thought. It was a close fight. The media was somewhat split. The fans mm. the fans actually leaned towards Dolice a little bit, but... I thought Giles did enough to win the last two rounds with the striking because I think he hurt. It's all about damage, and you saw the guy's face; he was damaged more. But it was a close fight. I was I was like surprised, honestly, it was unanimous. Um, but I think that they got the right winner here. But Dolizzi uh, looked pretty good. I mean, it's just, listen, the, the reason I picked against it was because Marcel first fight at middleweight on short notice. I thought he'd get tired. That's what happened. He got tired in the third round. But I think his next fight he'll look better. You know, personally, and Giles is a good fighter, man. He's super underrated. People. They, they only look at the losses, right? Because he does everything he can to lose his fans. He puts himself yeah. in the bad position in the third round every fight, Marcel. It's like, it's yeah, weird, right? And he got, he got punished for it twice. Mm -hmm. You know that already. That was, that's, yeah. what the thing, yeah. that's what the thing is. People were high on Giles when he came into the UFC. I know he beat also Ryan Spann and LFA right before he came in the UFC. And he did very well. And then out of a sudden, he loses two, after, two fights after each other in the third round. And I was like... This is kind of weird. And then you see him fight against uh, Bavon Lewis. He knocks him out in the third round, but also wasn't that convincing. So I was like, I, I don't know. He he's talented, but I don't think he knows how talented he really is. That that's yep. what, what what I think. Yeah. And there's two more fights here. Montel Jackson picks up the quick win over uh, Jesse Strader. You know, once Strader missed weight, I completely backed off of him. I, I liked the tape. I think he can still beat some guys in the UFC, but it was a tough matchup for him. And then Bruno da Silva. Picks up the win over JP Bias. You know, this fight, I mean, definitely a nice upset. And uh, a fight I told you guys could go either way. Um, I'm not surprised Silva won. I think he's underrated, you know, based on his record. But uh, I will say this. Man, how do you not take a point away from him in the first round? He kicked the guy right in the nuts. It wasn't even close. And then he poked him in the eye. And he's like, hard warning. Second hard warning. What the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> and, then and, they kept saying, and then the commentators kept saying during the car, they're like, oh, the referees are going to be really strict, guys. Why was the point not taken? Why did they not? It didn't matter because he knocked him out. But yeah. 
Like, he, you know what? It, it didn't matter. But Marcel, don't you think he should have taken a point there? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and again, <laughs> eye poke, man. The UFC he really has to do something about these gloves, man. These eye pokes. Somebody's gonna come become blind for uh, someday. You know that with these eye pokes. Yeah. So uh, they have to do something about it, man. But I want to know how did you score uh, your your picks from the ten? Seven and three. But uh, I made a save, mistake. Save. I made a mistake, guys, because I picked Silva on the podcast last week. And I switched to buys. I'm dumb and I shouldn't have listened to you, Marcel. That was so stupid of me. I was honestly, I, I was honestly on the fence about it. But I told you guys that guy's a quitter, man. He's got quitting him. We saw that in that fight where he got elbowed in the back of the head. I'm not saying quitting this fight. He got KO'd, but he's got some quitting him, Marcel. He didn't. Even, he looked arguably even worse than his wife because he he didn't really look like he tried. The commentators were like, he's not even. He's not even. Looks like he doesn't want to be there. Like the body language, Marcel looked like he couldn't wake up. That can happen though, you know. They put these fighters put so much pressure on themselves, right? That once the moment happens, sometimes they, they just can't perform. And that, I think that happened to, to him and his wife, quite frankly. So give them another shot. But I'm just telling Marcel, I'm not impressed by this guy, man. He's a one-trick pony with these submissions. That's all he's got. Adam, I'm so disappointed in you. I always told, tell you, never switch your pick. I know. It was a dumb feeling. mistake. I agree. But I also switched straighter, too. I switched uh, straighter to, to Montel Jackson. So I never do that, guys. I don't know why I did it. But I just I was overthinking it last week. Got a lot going on right now. The stupid. Don't, don't expect that to happen again this week. Daniel says, oh, I agree, gave it to Giles, and I bet the leadsy. fair enough. And then he said, I saw that comment, Daniel. I did see it. I think he's a good fighter, but, you know, again, it's a guy that it was a tough match, no doubt. Okay. See, and this, too, I agree with that, too. Hmm? Gaspi just tweeted, I've been told Shane Young can still clear protocol for this week's event. UFC was looking for a replacement for Morales because of the contact with teammates Rodell and Volkanovski. So it's still not 100% off. Okay, that's cool. Um... Sorry, this one. Uh, we got to talk about this. So what about the NS, NCSN? Sorry, Nevada State Athletic Commission letting Julius Federico weigh in. Okay, so after she fainted. I mean, uh, now, I'm now that I'm working days, I have to do the weigh-ins, right? I'm doing the report. So I, I had the junkie stream on my TV, and I'm watching Julius Federico. She gets on the scale, right? I'm watching it. And then she fainted. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, you don't see it that often. You do see people faint, but not that often, right? Mm -hmm. On the scale. Very rare. So she fainted, kind of. She was still alert, though. She got up, sat down. They were like, okay, are you okay? Can you weigh in? She was like, yeah. She got up after like a few minutes, weighed in again, then then collapsed. So she weighed in successfully and collapsed. And people were like, oh, that's because she needed to, to, to get paid for show money and stuff. When have we ever seen that happen before? Someone faint twice. People think they know everything about the sport. I watch every freaking weigh-in, man. John Morgan, John Morgan was the guy commentating it. He's like, I've never seen this before. John Morgan's at every event. This does not happen every week. As soon as I saw her faint once, they should have pulled her from the fight. The fact that she had to faint twice before they pulled her is really disgusting. I can't believe no one's had to answer for this. That doesn't make any sense to me. Dana White, they had, I think uh, John Morgan said we had asked Dana White for a response and he didn't give a comment. Maybe he didn't know what happened, but commission, they haven't commented. The, like no officials commented, Marcel. Like you had someone faint twice on the scale. And not only did she faint twice, but she also was put on the scale to weigh in between the two fainting episodes. Very irresponsible. What are your thoughts on that, man? I think the Nevada State should have let her weigh in one more time to even look even more stupid. <laughs> I mean, what the hell, man? If you if you faint from a weigh in and you fall backwards, they don't put her up again. I mean, uh, it's just stupid. And, you know? and only that, but here's the other thing. You know when they're like, five seconds, baby, give me five seconds where they have to go like this? They made her do the five-second thing. They're like, here's yeah. five seconds. She's like, <laughs> she fell over again. Yeah, I mean, 
it's how stupid. And, and, and if, they, if they're saying like she has to weigh in to, to get her, how do you say it? To show show money. money. Yeah. Uh, come on, man. That's stupid. <laughs> she obviously was on a weight. They, they had her on the scale. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. It was really weird. All right. Um, let's go to some, just some news quickly, and then we'll do some fights. We've got about 12 minutes left here in the podcast. Uh, UFC 262, I mentioned this earlier. It's official for um, May 15th in Houston, Texas. Main event is Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. What are your thoughts on this fight? Because, quite frankly, I like the fight, but I don't think Chandler deserves this title shot, man. And I'm a huge Michael Chandler fan. I picked him in this fight, his last fight against Hooker. I've been, I've been watching Bellator for 10 years, so I love the guy. But are you kidding me? How does he get the title shot after one win when there's other contenders? It's not like there's no contenders. Justin Gaethje's right there. Justin Gaethje should have got the shot, I think, Grant. Should have been, I think, Oliveira Gaethje. What do you think? First of all, I'm shocked they gave it to Charles Oliveira. I was sure they're gonna they're gonna screw him out of his title shot. So, but I'm happy he got it. You know, but I wonder why Dana White is so on on Michael Chandler's nuts, man. I, I have no idea what the hell, man. I mean, he has one fight against Dan Hooker. Dustin Poirier defeated Dan Hooker as well. You know, yeah. did he get a title shot? No. Hudson Barbosa defeated Dan Hooker as well. Did he get a title shot? No. I mean. It, it's just weird. It's just recency bias to me, man, in my opinion. And uh, Gaethje deserved more over Michael Chandler, in my opinion, um, despite losing to Khabib. But, yeah, who doesn't lose to Khabib? Um, yeah, I, I would have gone with Gaethje against Oliveira, but now we got Chandler Oliveira. And, hey, man, there's even a ch- good chance Chandler wins this fight because the striking is better than Oliveira's, in my opinion. I think Oliveira is mm. better on the ground, but that's just my opinion. But there's a big chance he wins the fight as well. So, but it's also weird to me, honestly, man, because you also have Connor against Poirier over there, and I was sure they're going to give them the title shot. They make that fight could have made that fight even bigger, but apparently they don't, which I'm happy to because Connor never defends the title. So uh, if he wins, then we don't have that uh, that uh, thing going on again. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Here's a comment for Gale. He says, "I like Oliver and Chandler. Start the vision fresh." The other guy's been finished by IB. Sure, but Chandler's been finished by Will Brooks. He's been finished by Patricio Pitbull. Like, he's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong, guys. But I'm telling you, man, he does have flaws in his game because I've watched him for a long time. Will Brooks mm-hmm. beat him. Eddie Alvarez beat him. Like, he could be beaten. He can be beaten. And Charles has made so many strides in his striking to match his ground game. I mean, the ground game is the best ground game, arguably, in UFC history. He's the most submission wins in UFC history. Can his stand up compare? I don't know because the Charles, the, I remember seeing him fight Cobb Swanson and got knocked out. I remember seeing him fight a bunch of guys. He just, Kind of quit a little bit. He's not like that anymore. Oh boy. Yeah. Against, how about the fight with Max Holloway where he said he had like a neck injury? They couldn't find anything wrong with him afterwards. Remember that? He's like, oh, I, yeah. neck. remember that fight? And they couldn't find anything wrong with him afterwards. So, of course, I remember that. There was at 6 a.m. over here, man. That's it was actually, that, was, that fight was in Saskatchewan on uh, Canada, yeah. man. Yeah. It marks a new start UFC. I know what you're saying, but I just, I don't like, I don't know. I like Chandler. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I don't hate the fight, guys. I just, I like, really, the fight should have been. Quite frankly, it should have been Dustin Poirier versus Charles Oliveira. That should have been the fight. But Dustin wants that money fight with with Connor. He he knows that you know the sport. It's not a long sport for guys, right? So uh, they want to get as much money as they can. I don't blame Dustin. And uh, Daniel says Chandler's not perfect, but given the promotional sign they gave him, I understand. Yeah, and they spend a lot of money bringing him in and stuff. So I get that. Um, we'll talk about a few more fights, Marcel. Just quick your thoughts because I saw uh, today on on Twitter, um, yeah. Gordon Ryan signed with uh, one championship. Right. What are your thoughts on that, man? I first wanted to say why I'm oh. laughing. Back in the day when I saw the word Saskatchewan from from Canada, I always thought that that was where the Sasquatches came from <laughs> when I was a little younger. So, <laughs> um, yeah, when I think about it, yeah, why not? I mean, the guy has some hype. He's, he's, uh, 
is uh, how do you say that? Oh, it's a promotion again, man. Now I forgot. Uh, submission on the ground, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. he's one of the best grapplers in the world. Yeah, so so yeah, why not? Why not take a shot uh, with him? You know, yeah. uh, one probably pays well. So <laughs> I would imagine I they pay really well. I, I Chatry's got yeah. some money there, so yeah. I mean, this is a guy to watch out for, guys, because uh, he's an amazing grappler, right? And he's only mm -hmm. twenty-five, which surprised me because I thought he's been actually grappling since he was like fifteen years old. Like he's only twenty-five, which is crazy to me. Um, I was just checking out his Instagram today. Very, very interesting Instagram. I'll tell you that right now. Go, go on there and stuff, man. He's, he's got some uh, interesting videos of his girlfriend on there. That's for sure. But uh, uh, now, now, I'm, now I'm gonna check, man. I, I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind. I mean, if he wants to show her off, that's cool with me. But you can see it yourself, Marcel. You see it? It's like the third video on his Instagram. But uh, yeah, guys, he's definitely someone to watch out for. Is that Gordon lost jujitsu? I think probably. We got about six, seven minutes here. We're gonna go through some fights with Marcel. You see it? Um, I, I see him in the in a rut in a rut rut rope or something. Or Ryan? Uh, yeah, show me. Um, you have you have Instagram well, there, so show yeah. Me. Gordon loves jujitsu. Yeah, it's like it, you have to go. Oh, oh no, no, it's like down a little bit more. He's got a picture of his oh. of his girl, and I think it's, she's got an OnlyFans or something. Someone was saying. I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, you see it now. So let's go through some fights here. I'm I'm honestly surprised they just didn't run back the Montana De La Rosa fight. I don't know why they gave them different matchups. Uh, De La Rosa's fighting. I can't remember now. Who's she fighting? It's on here too, obviously. Uh, uh, De La Rosa's fighting. Oh my. Here God. it is. It's right uh, here. It's the next fight. Yeah. <laughs> I am Lipsky. Yeah. Why didn't they just? It's the same card. May for okay. That's a month later, but. Why not just do the fight again? I mean, I thought this girl won anyways. Maybe that's what they're thinking. Because to me, she's, she was winning except for the fence grab. Uh, it's a short know. notice fight, man, for Myra. She she sure. replaces Jijon Kim. So I Yeah. Yeah. And then Arian, I mean, can she defend a takedown? We're going to find out in this one, right? Oh, we saw the uh, that nasty, was it the calf slicer? Or knee bar? Yeah. Knee bar. Fucking Lana Carolina. Yeah. My boy Lucas's uh, girl, Lucas Lucas. That's one of his uh, clients. Okay. We didn't talk about this fight. I mean, this fight... This is a weird fight to me, man. I mean, I just think Jack is really underrated. And the UFC, they love Edmund. They're giving him a step. Like, he lost to Brunson. Now he gets to fight a step up. That doesn't really make sense to me. What do you think? Yeah, I did hear. I don't know if that's 100% correct. But they did hear they want to do Edmund against Akhmedov. But uh, Akhmedov couldn't make it. And then Hermanson wanted it. So, yeah. I mean, hey, if, they, if, you know, if he wants to fight, fair enough. But it's a good fight. Don't get me wrong. I, I think it's an interesting fight. I mean, Jack... We know Jack doesn't like to get hit, right? But Edmund doesn't like to get hit either. So I really have no idea what I'm going to think about this fight, guys. I'll, I've got two months to think about it. And then we talk about this. I I love the uh, the platinum uh, Charles Oliver. Don't get me wrong, guys. I'm a huge Michael Chandler fan. It's not that he doesn't necessarily deserve a title shot. It's just that there's other guys that deserve it more. That's what it, it comes yeah, down to. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. That's the way I really should have said it before. Now, this fight. I mean, this guy didn't deserve a title shot. I'm really glad they're making him work for it. Because if he had come back and got title shot off that suspension, I would have been like, what the This Where's fight's amazing. Cool the Where's I know, cool right? In the Where is how, how good is He's not here today, but how good is this fight, man? I mean, this fight is... Like, the, the winner gets a title he, shot, right? For sure. Right? He's, he's going to rub this in my face. You know that, Cole Shelton. He's going to rub this in my face. But you know as well, Cole, they wouldn't have made this fight if that Sterling Young fight went that way it went. So, <laughs> yep. I mean uh yeah this is a fun fight um i mean are they, aren't they uh, former teammates as well from elevation yeah elevation yeah they are so i mean it's gonna be a good one guys and then um there's also this fight that was announced which is another great fight rob font talked to john uh co the other day i believe so 
There's um, another guy from the um, New England cartel, great fighter, Cody Garber, great fighter. I got to be honest, man. Like, I don't know what the odds are, but I'm, I would definitely lean towards Rob Font in this fight. I got to be honest with you. Sorry. He is so underrated and Cody's chin is, is very questionable. Um, don't get me wrong. Cody can knock out Rob. He's probably a little bit faster too, but do not count Rob Font. Please don't count this guy out. I know he says he's 33, but he doesn't look like it in the cage, man. He's still very, very fast and very explosive. So this is an interesting fight, Marcel. It's a really good one. A few other fights. This fight, May 1st, it was supposed to happen, I think, this week. And it was uh, moved. Randa, I believe, tested positive so it's uh, for COVID. So unfortunately, they had to move it. Um, we talked about that fight already. So that's all the fight announcements. How much time we have left here? Two minutes or so. What else has been grinding in careers, man? We've got two minutes left to talk about. I'll, I'll give you the four for anything. Or anyone wants to jump in here. We've got a last couple of questions. Daniel says... Uh, no complaining about fan TJ fighting contender, all Vegas title shot. This is your year, sir. Yeah, I mean, Marcel's been bang on. Anything else that's grinding your gears, Marcel? Anything that's pissed you off this weekend you saw on Twitter or during a fight or anything like that? No, man, nothing. I only want to wish... Uh, Chris Tyone. Uh, Bom- uh, no, I want to wish Bombardier uh, from KSW. I want to wish him all the best. He oh, had man, to, I, I'm sorry, uh, guys. You know what? I, we, have, like, we only have an hour, but there is so much other stuff that went on this weekend. KSW... Cage Warriors three events, right? Um, Legacy, I think, had an event too. So a lot yeah. went on. Um, but yes, um, that guy pulled. I, I was actually looking forward to that fight. It was a super heavyweight yeah, fight. Same. I didn't see the other fight, um, but I heard the other guy got finished in like a minute. Did you watch it? I didn't yeah. see the, what happened. He just took him down and beat him up, or yeah, he he, he actually grabbed the cage as well, so he couldn't get the take down the other guy. And then Pujanowski or the other guy, the other guy. yeah, Pujanowski grabbed oh. the cage. Yeah. <laughs> They don't take so, points uh, from Pujanowski, man. He basically like owns that promotion, guys. So like, yeah, he gets to pick much. the matchup. <laughs> like, the guy fell off the day of, and they still found some guy literally from the like. It was a cornerman, I believe. He had never fought. Oh, I know. Oh, no, yeah, it was a sambo expert or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that happened, and then obviously the Cage Warriors fights happened. Um, I did mention one fight last week. At Dark with Stoshes, I said in the podcast, put a bet on him. Someone actually sent me a message and said, "I listened to you. I put a bet on him. I'm really happy that guy won because Dark was a beast." I yeah, didn't yeah. see this fight, guys. He's saying uh, the beast, uh, the guy was a beast for stepping in short, short notice. Absolutely. Shame. The, I didn't watch the fight, so he, he definitely grabbed the cage. Eh? That's, that's pretty yeah. bad. Um, yeah, I mean, Poods beat him in the first round, and there's some other fights that happened. But again, we only have an hour to talk, man. There's It's just crazy. And there, there was Ryzen, too, actually. There was a yeah, six-second yeah. six knockout. You see that one? Holy I've crap. seen it, but I haven't seen it live, man. I was asleep when that was on. No worries, man. You didn't miss it. I don't think you missed uh, that much. It's six seconds, so you can go back and watch it. Uh, um, that's it for today, though, Marcel. Um, I really appreciate you joining me again. And everyone who joins us in the chat, we love you guys. It's just much better when we get comments and stuff. So I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for helping that time go by. Pretty much done for the day now, guys. I know Marcel's done. It's time is there, Marcel. 10, 10 p.m. Is that right? 10 p.m. Yeah. 10 there we go. So Marcel's got a little bit of work to do probably. And then with the fight announcements, whatever, if Shane Young gets pulled or if he doesn't get pulled, Marcel's going to be up all night waiting for that news. So Marcel, plug yeah. your stuff, man. Tell us where you can find you. Yeah, big Marcel24 on Twitter and on Instagram and uh, I'm MediaDNA.nl. And uh, yeah, I'm also part of a Dutch podcast at the at the end. It's called the Gold, the Gouden Koi, which means the Golden Cage. But I mean, you guys don't have anything on that because it's in Dutch. But so you know. <laughs> yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter uh, at MMAdam Martin, as you know. And uh, man, a lot of places I'm working for now. Obviously, MMAdamBricker.com is the home of the podcast. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify, iTunes, a bunch of places, SoundCloud. The links are all on iTunes. They're all on the uh, the YouTube page in the description. They're all in um, the Oddsbreaker 
the article. So definitely subscribe. If you haven't or listen, you guys already do anyways, but uh, someone had asked about subscribing to the podcast. So that's where you can find it. I'm also available bjpen.com, all the news there, mmanews.com, elite fantasy, elite betting, and uh, fanatics MMA. So I'm, I'm everywhere now, guys, but uh, I enjoy the grind. Have a great day. Be back tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern.